Hey, kids, are you tired of the same boring shows? Are you eager for something new and fun? <laughs> then tune in to KNCH every Saturday morning for a new episode of Uncle Pancake, your fun-time moosey friend. He'll dance, he'll sing, he'll be there for you forever and ever. And ever, and never, and never, and never, ever, never, never, Sorry that took so long. We're working on reorganizing our records office, and I couldn't find your file. Uh, do you know why you're here? Fuck no. I don't even know where here is. Uh, look, dude, I don't have time for any of this shit, all right? I didn't do anything that isn't already on my record. I've got places to be, and you guys grabbed me at a very bad time. Actually, when did you guys grab me anyway? I remember being at the studio and then... It all goes fuzzy. We'll get to that, but in the meantime, asking questions is my job, so try not to be a dick about it. Full disclosure, these interviews are recorded for posterity. Not that it matters, they're listening to all of this anyway. So how about we just get started? I'm Agent Hal Defoe. I'm with Special Projects. Defoe? Uh, like the actor? No, kind of, but spelled differently. D-apostrophe-F-O-E. As I was saying, I'm with Special Projects. We're investigating the events surrounding a string of disappearances that we believe goes back to the 1980s. <laughs> Great detective work, Ace. Didn't they show you my ID? I'm 28. I wasn't even alive in the 1980s, much less disappearing people. Are we done here? I'm going to have to ask you not to leave. Yeah? Or what? Or it all ends. The fuck does that mean? You know what it means. You know there's nothing past that door. Now, please sit down. Thank you. Now, let's start with your name. Blow me. Is that your actual answer? Because if it is, they're gonna put it down on your record. My name is Uncle Pancake. Haven't you seen me on TV? I have, actually. N not really my taste, but I can see why kids enjoy it. Well, it's a kid's show, so... Fine, we'll forget about the name for now. Let me just check my notes here. So, the uh, Uncle Pancake thing, how'd you fall into this gig? No offense, but you don't seem like the kind of person who cares about things like uh, fun or 
whimsy or the happiness of children. <laughs> well, Jane, thanks for saying no offense. Judging by your priors, I'd wager that this started as community service. Uh, something like that. But now it's your full-time job. Yeah, if by full-time you mean 24 hours a day, seven days a week, including holidays. That's incredibly illegal, not to mention stupid. How'd you get roped into that schedule? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Try me. I've been around for a while. Oh, is that right? Could I at least get a cigarette first? I'm very sorry, but there's no smoking in here. <sighs> Perfect. Well then, guess I'd better get started. The sooner we get this over with, the sooner I can smoke. Uh, should I just start from the beginning, or...? That would be best. When did you start wearing the suit? Uh, it was... It was... Fuck, I don't know. 83? 84? The Banana Split show would just stop there in reruns. Barney wouldn't be around yet for a couple of years. There was a void that needed to be filled, I guess. I don't know what it is with kids in creepy-ass mascot costumes, but it's not my job to ask questions. I just sing the songs and hit my mark like I'm told. Then I get paid. Then I go home, then I die a little more inside. And when did you apply for that job? The studio's records don't show any formal paperwork filed for when you were hired on, except for your I-9. No application, no interview questionnaire, no background check. It seems pretty lax for a show that was marketed for children. I didn't apply. I wasn't interviewed. I met the producer one day, and the next day I had the job. Was as simple as that. So you met this man, and then he gave you a job. Out of nowhere, just like that. Well, give or take a couple of steps in the middle, but basically. Those steps are what we call facts and evidence. I'd appreciate it if you didn't leave anything out. It's very important that my report is accurate. Now, let's try this again. What happened to land you in that raggedy moose suit? You really want to know? Fine. I broke into the TV studio real late one night to find a warm place to crash. I was between houses at the time, and I could have sworn the building was empty. But the guy who runs the place was apparently still there and caught me in the act. I thought I was busted for sure, but... He didn't seem angry. He seemed... Happy? I don't know, man. It was so long ago. He offered me a deal. Sign on with the company as a mascot for his new show, and he doesn't press charges. Seemed pretty sweet, right? Yeah, it would've. Except it turns out that producer is some sort of evil magician or some shit, and his contract is eternally binding. Now, I can't quit the show age, or die until he's found a replacement or cancels the show. Does that answer your question? An evil magician? Yeah, or warlock, or whatever the fucking word is. But whatever he is, he's crazy powerful. I watched him liquefy a PA just for getting the Starbucks order wrong. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't believe me. No, no, I do believe you. It's just a lot to take in. How do you think I feel? 
So these other stars on the network, uh, the Magical Girl Show, Breakfast Delicious, Sergeant Sam the Combat Man, and Rad Reading with Randy, they all made deals with this uh, warlock, too? Yeah, I'm a big fan of minding my own fucking business, so I don't know everyone's life story. But you try explaining why any legitimate actor would work for Peanuts in bumfuck Montana for decades. So they've all been around as long as you have. Not everyone. Sam and I have been on the longest. Breakfast starting around... 92, I think? Randy didn't hop on till the late aughts after his family moved out of elsewhere. And you still looking like a 20-something that's part of the deal? I guess so. I didn't read the contract before signing it, and I've never been able to get him to show it to me again. Interesting. So, before this year, you had been doing this for 35 years, give or take. Fuck me. Yeah, that sounds about right. Have you ever had thoughts of just... ending it? Getting out of the contract that way? <laughs> I tried. A couple times, actually. No dice. Jesus. Maybe I will let you have that cigarette. That'd be fucking beautiful. So if you were 28 in 83, that'd make you... 65. I'll be 66 in May. The producer just has my birth date changed to my ID every year. Not sure how he does it. Might be part of the contract, but sure enough, every year, I'm 28 again. Well, I wish I could say you looked good for your age, but judging by your attitude, you've probably always been this, uh, greasy. Hey, fuck you, man! So, the incident with Professor Zhang on January 4th, can you tell me a little bit about that? I had a stalker. I, I am a celebrity, it's not that uncommon. <laughs> Celebrity, right. I'm sure the Teletubbies had lots of stalkers, too. Wow, alright. I repeat, fuck you! Well, lying to me isn't going to get us anywhere. We're making good progress. There's no need to be obstinate. I need a straight answer from you. What happened on January 4th? Whatever you were told. The producer is the one responsible, alright? I didn't even know what the show was doing until the professor showed up. What do you mean by what the show was doing? Black magic. Hypnosis. The kind that makes the kids watching it go all... doughy in the head. The producer put all kinds of subliminal messages in there. What sort of subliminal messages? I have no fucking clue. Like I said, I didn't even know he was doing it until Lee showed up and clued me in. But whatever it is, some of the kids who watched just up and vanish. So far, none have come back. And the worst part is, the parents just forget that kid ever existed. No police report, no outrage, nothing. The kids who don't vanish keep living their lives, but it's like, uh... I don't know, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Hmm. And what exactly is the nature of your relationship with Professor Zhang? <laughs> relationship? 
I don't know, acquaintances? Strained acquaintances. Did you know the professor prior to January 4th? Uh, nope. Never seen her before in my life. But she had been tracking you. Yeah. Wait a sec. If you already know all this, then what the fuck do you need me here answering questions for? Couldn't I just go home? I'm afraid that isn't possible at the moment. We need a complete report from all parties before we can conclude our investigation. Did the professor tell you why she had sought you out? Yeah, she did. Her uh, kid brother was a fan of the show in the 90s. It, uh, it messed him up pretty bad. And have you repented for this? Huh? What did you just say? I asked if you have ever spoken to the brother. Phone? A couple of times. He works at the gas and go on the corner of 33rd and Main. I don't know if he recognizes me without the suit on, though. Uh, kid's not all there anymore, you know? Would you tell him if he didn't? Probably not, no. Take me back to when you found out, then. Walk me through January 4th. How did it all go down? If I'm getting into this, I'm gonna need that cigarette. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. The cops? No, no. You're not in trouble, my friend. In fact, I'm gonna make you a star.